All right. Another beautiful day. Man, it's getting exciting. I enjoy being with you. And I hope that my energy always gets transferred to you because that's one of the things I bring. It's lots of energy because the day normally wears us down and wears us out, but we can continue to move on. So today is going to be on the subject of that was in the, in the book, uh, Maxwell's book, John Maxwell's book, Developing a Leader Within You 2.0. I was in the self-management chapter, which is really, again, dealing with issues of character. It says, we set young leaders up for a fall if we encourage them to envision what they can do before they consider the kind of person they should be. And like I always say, we need to be in order to do. We've got to be something, not just do something. So character is not about intelligence. It's about making right choices. You can say that again. It's about making right choices. Talks about leaders having high scores in IQ and low scores in CQ. IQ being intelligent quotient, CQ being character quotient. A lot of times there's a lot of intelligence there, but not really a lot of character. We're not going to talk about our president tonight. Okay, to increase our CQ, we need to practice self-management. One of the ways to help ourselves to do this is to establish character guardrails for ourselves to keep us from going off course. On a highway, guardrails keep cars from going off a cliff. That brings us to our story about how we hit a deer at 60 miles per hour and what happened after that. I was in the Navy. I was a Naval officer, just finished a cruise. Uh, me and my wife are from uh, New England, and uh, she had flown out to uh, to see me and to... Uh, we were going to drive back home to family where she had come from. So I get off the ship. Uh, uh, we get all our stuff together. We had two, three small babies at the time. Um, and they were, shoot, how old were they in that year? They were around four or five years old. And, uh, and we had the baby. He was only, yeah, he was a baby. The baby was a baby. Anyways, or maybe he was before. I think it may have been before the baby. It doesn't matter. Anyways, here we are traveling cross-country from California to Rhode Island. And we're heading down the road. I drove for a while. Then my, it was time for my wife to drive. I was in the front seat next to her, um, just kind of... Um, checking out, uh, uh, falling asleep. I was taking a nap while she drove. Then I woke up and I remember turning to my wife and I said, you know what? I just dreamed that you hit a deer. No sooner than that came out of my mouth. The car, which was going 60 miles an hour, hit a deer and my wife was driving. 
So what do you do when you hit a deer? No one knows what they're really going to do until it actually happens. Well, my wife froze and let go of the wheel. 60 miles an hour, three kids in the car, two kids in the car, excuse me. 60 miles an hour, two kids in the car. I'm in the number one, you know, death seat there, the passenger seat by my wife. She lets go of the wheel after hitting the deer. 60 miles an hour. Car spins. Uh, the car swerves and then takes a 90-degree turn heading straight for the edge of the highway, of which there was a 20-foot cliff. Car hits the guardrail, bam, and bounces back. And fortunately, we all had our seatbelts on. The only thing that happened was the two kids in the back seat, both of them, got cuts on their foreheads because they, they, you know, they lunged forward and their head hit the back of the seat. And um, I, my daughter's uh, cut was a little deeper than my son, so she had to get stitches above her eye. You can still see a little minor uh, scar there. But yeah, guardrails. I learned a new appreciation for guardrails that day. Had that guardrail not been there, and we hit that deer, that car would have been airborne. And I don't know if I'd be here to tell you the story today. Because when that car hit that rail at 60 miles an hour, I had, like I said, I had a new appreciation for guide rails because I didn't realize they were that strong to withstand the force of a vehicle going 60 miles an hour. But that's why those guide rails are there. So that's my story on guide rails. But now we're talking about character, and he talks about character and having guardrails for that. He said, I believe the best guardrails are the decisions we make before we end up in high-pressure situations. So what's he talking about here? He's talking about making those moral decisions now and making up your mind on what you're going to do so then when you get in those high-pressure situations, it's very easy to make that that decision. You get stuck with a woman in a, uh, a promiscuous thing uh, in a uh, in a elevator or something, and she comes on. You, you've already made the decision that, look, I'm not going to, I'm going to prevent myself from being in an elevator in that type of situation because I don't want to uh, jeopardize my character. Even if I don't do anything, I'm jeopardized, I may jeopardize my character. So to really look at our moral decisions before we get in high-pressure situations where we have to make that decision. Or you're in one of those situations where they say, oh, skip it. Don't, don't give them the extra $2 that you know you're supposed to give. You say, just skip on out. Or skipping on the tip uh, at a restaurant or something like that. So having guardrails. Listen to a few of these that he uses as examples. It's easy to manage yourself if you already made the tough decision related to your values. It's impossible to maintain good character when you don't know what to value. Do you value honesty, integrity? Then what's your guardrail for honesty, integrity? When you're in that situation, you're going to do what's right, not what's easy. Or what's best for you, you're going to do what's right. 
then what is your God real? What won't you do? Decide that before you face temptation. Do you value relationships? If so, what's your God real? I talked about that. What must you do to maintain relationships? Identify your values. Decide what the boundaries are that you won't cross long before you're tempted to cross them. When you make that decision and you know where your boundary is, it makes it easy when you're in those situations. Good example, I'm in the Navy. Bunch of, uh, uh, with the other officers. Uh, they decide to uh, leave early for the afternoon to go to a burlesque place. I get out early. I said, that's not a place for me. I'm not going there. Yeah, yeah, did I get a little repercussion because I wouldn't hang with the boys? Yeah, I did. But, you know, it was more important for me to not go there than to go there and jeopardize, you know, uh, my moral values about my wife. And you face those things all the time. So the thing is, is to take time now and think about those those choices that of honesty and integrity in relationships and make the decision now in your heart. So then when you end up in the pressure situation, because a lot of times, sometimes, uh, the devil is going to attempt you. And if you've already made your decision, then it becomes quite easy. You can flee from the situation, not let it get to you. So, the last thing I wanted to talk about was what he talked about here, talking about um, my focus needs to remain on building my integrity, not my image. You know, that's an interesting one. What's more important, your integrity or your image? You see, your image will get you in the door, but your character will keep people follow, will help people to follow you because they'll follow character. Your image will get you in, but once they find out that you're not, there's no integrity, there's no character, then people immediately turn away. So you may get early wins, but we're in for the long game. This is the life, game of life, it's a long game. So how do we mean, how do we keep myself grounded? I ask myself some questions. These are great because we talk about these all the time too. Consistency. This is great. Am I the same person no matter who I am with? You know, when you're young, uh, you'll hang with that. Uh, you see it sometimes on these uh, little uh, kid soap operas and I'm walking through or flipping through channels where, you know, you're okay to be with the, the, the girl who doesn't have any friends when your friends aren't around, but when they're around and you hang with them and then you shun her, that's not good. That's not good at all. You need to be the same all the time, not changing. Because if you change, you know, then your character is questioned. Like, man, they're very shifty. You know, they left... One time, the friends used to tell me that all the time. Um, their manager would be on their side 
before the meeting, then they get in the meeting and everything that you had decided on together, the manager puts you in a bad predicament. You stand your ground and he goes on the other side with the the VP on top and you're like, you're, you're like flabbergasted. You're like, what do I do now? I mean, we decided this ahead of time and they changed their mind. Not a good sign of a good leader, by the way. So consistency. Am I the same person no matter who I'm with? Choices. Now, this is a great one. Do I make the decision that's best for others, even when another choice would benefit me? That's really the sign of a good leader. Stu talks about this all the time. When you're building something to provide for others and you become other people-centered, and not thinking about yourself, it becomes easy because then the nervous feeling is not there because what you understand is that what you're going to be giving and conveying is much more critical than how you look, smell, or feel because the message is important. And that's when your purpose is larger. When your purpose is large enough, you'll give the message regardless of those feelings of nervousness or, or um, I don't know, nervousness or agitation because of um, you're not perfect. Because let's face it, we're not, no one's perfect. When we get more practice, we get better, but we're still not perfect. So, but the message is, is the thing. Being able to provide a message, like I'm providing them a message here about character to you and um, hopefully it's a, it's a nugget that you can take and understand and be able to utilize in your own life. And then credit, am I quick to recognize others for their efforts and contributions to my success? Oh, big one. When I manage, I don't manage a group of people now, but when I manage both as an officer in the military uh, as a matter of fact, I'll give a great example of that, but also as a uh, employee in a corporate structure. But even in the military, I can recall a time when um, my uh, a friend of mine who was in charge of a, one of the uh, units um, had a hard time getting a executive or a secondary officer, a uh, second in charge officer, to help him because. The couple that he had, one was no good because he was trying to get with the other sailors and not really uh, assuming the leadership role. And when I got in there, the the whole uh, the whole focus of me and my friend who was in charge was to make sure that we push all the credit down to the uh, to the guys that we work with, the, the guys and the girls that we work with, because it was important that they get promoted, that they do. And we, we, we made sure that they got their time, their hours out in the field with the active duty. We were in reserves, but we put lots of hours on the active duty. They did a lot of things for the active duty side. And as a result, uh, uh, we made sure that one got selected for a uh, senior enlisted, another one got selected, uh, into the officer program, 
there were several got selected to take their exams and uh, anyone that was going to be uh, advanced that was eligible got advanced hands down everyone because that was our goal it wasn't about us it was always about them when i had my team um it was a small team three or four people but the whole thing my whole focus was what can i do to help you uh if it's to to cause interference with someone who was giving them a problem i'm there that's why i'm there if you if you don't have the resources you need i'm there to get the resources because my job is to help you do your job and the more resources i can get to make you look good then the better it is for the whole team and when you have that kind of, and then when the, when they praise you it's like look it wasn't me it was the team that did it and my old boss did that too you always bring it down to hey don't give me the credit it was the team that did it it wasn't me it was the team you see it's the, the team is important because people that's my uh this is a good lead-in people need encouragement as a matter of fact they did studies and they realized uh everyone thinks that salary a lot of people think that the main reason people will stay in a position or take a position is because of salary but the thing that will keep them there if you at least just recognize them for what they do then they know they're appreciated they'll stay longer and they'll be happier as opposed to if you try to take credit for everything that they do that's the worst thing you can do with a team is to try and take credit for what they do push that credit down as much as you can give it to the guy that's struggling and let people know that that's why your teams are success because of little jimmy who does all the typing a little mary who does all the uh the, the the broadcast those are the people that need to be recognized not you recognize those who work for you and you'll be advanced just because people appreciate your leadership because it's not about you it's about the team and it's about getting the job done and when people see that they'll stick with you thick and thin and i can vouch for that i had a girl that worked for me and um there was a project that couldn't be done i said i'm gonna have to come in saturday and she wanted to come in and i didn't have authorization for overtime the girl still showed up i said look i cannot legally let you work i appreciate it so much but i just can't she said i'll do it and i don't care about that i said no i cannot do it from a legal standpoint i cannot let you work for me please go home i will take care of it i re really appreciate you wanting to help when you stand up for your team like that they will will be with you all the way to the end they'll take they'll go to bat for you every time but that's what it's all about character caring for those that are working with you and doing the right thing doing the right thing not the easy thing but the right thing that's what counts and on that note of encouragement i told you that 
you know, encouragement more than salary is why people stay on teams. And, and that's why I decided to create this. Uh, this is a, uh, a uh, no cost uh, membership, but you'll see the link there um, um, below the title. And uh, for the confidence, excuse me, for the confidence and encouragement group. Because I know you need it. You need the encouragement. You can share things with the group and we can share for you. It's those little things sometimes, too, that no one else knows about. But you are able to accomplish something that, you know, it may come easy for others, but it was tough for you. We'll help you to celebrate that. You've got a place now. And then to build that confidence, I'm here for you to help you understand you and that, that, that you are more than you think you're worth. A lot of times we undersell ourselves. We, we underplay, but you are important. You mean something. You and you have a dream inside that you need to get out. I just want to help you do that. Why? Because when I was small, I had a mother. More than my brothers and sisters who always told me, you can do anything you put your mind to. You just need to, to, to do it. And, and she, she said it earnestly over and over and over again. I had that positive input. I told you about the 150,000 times people hear the word no. Well, my scale was tipped a little bit because my mother used to always tell me, you're, you're very smart. You can do a lot. Go ahead and, you know, and, and I, you know, after you hear it for a few years, you start to believe it. And, you know, I've, I've done some things in my life um, because I've, I've had that confidence within me. You know, and, and that's why I didn't let things put me down. Like when I had to go three times, apply three times, become an officer. I didn't think I wasn't going to make it. I knew I would make it. It's just the obstacles I had to overcome to get there because of the confidence that my mother had built in me. And I'm trying to build that confidence in you. If someone has put you down, don't let someone... And affect your image. Get in the mirror and tell yourself you are somebody because you are somebody. I'm telling you you're somebody. And you need to let your light shine because that's important. And I'll be there to, 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 to wave my hand with you and let my light shine for you, not for me. You're important. You mean something. I don't care if you're a significant other doesn't think so. I do, because I know I've seen it too many times. You've got a message, share it. Go ahead and join the group and, and, and take the activity that I have. Because one of the things that I really grab a hold of is that, that dialogue we have with ourselves all day, all the time, self-talk. And maybe tomorrow I'll talk about the three different types of self-talk that we can do. One to build us up, one to just hold us 
steady, but not really on track. And then one that really builds us up and helps to compound that confidence in ourselves so we can then stand up and be and 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 be active and do what we need to do so that we can create the impact that we need to create so that when we're older we don't regret not standing out and doing what we thought we knew we could do but didn't and we feel regret for it but that's my message today but yeah hitting a deer at 60 miles an hour that was an experience of a lifetime uh i wouldn't wish it on anyone but uh you know it happened and uh guardrails trust me they work they uh they're very strong but go ahead uh two things one uh, go ahead and join join the group there because i've got some things to help you with your confidence and encouragement once you get in there and two if you feel this message resonates with you and you uh, like attracts like share it with someone i'd love to know that others enjoy my messages as well i appreciate you and uh, send me a note sometimes saying yeah thumbs up or you know good job or if there's something that you that you that's bugging you or you need something specific you want to hear about hear my take on it let me know i'd love to be able to interact a little bit like i see it shows uh mary joined and i appreciate that but that's my message for today and you know make it a good night and see you tomorrow